spend my dollar. It's not about what you want, it's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. Alabama wins! What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to our reshuffling the deck edition of the Alabama football podcast. As we continue our tour of spring drills, we're going to walk through uh, running backs today. And I think this spring, 2023, is a significant practice series for the running back room at Alabama. Alabama, think of the 22 season, the tide really steadied itself with an emphasis on the a power running game late in the season. You know, despite having an all-timer at the quarterback position, the, the offense really seemed to stabilize when there was a sort of plant the foot, let's focus on a power running game. Uh, again, the Alabama offense really seemed to stabilize itself. And so going into 23, I think that's going to be a platform. I think that's going to be a point of emphasis. Uh, Saban has talked about in his interviews this spring uh, about finding balance and using the running game to support an inexperienced quarterback or inexperienced quarterbacks. So what that likely means is increased workload at the running back position. And think of the think of 22 with Roydell, Roydell and Jace uh, returning from injury. Their workloads were maybe uh, a little bit light early on, and Jameer Gibbs was new to the program. And so there's more instability at the position starting in 22 than there, than there is, there will be in 23. And then so it's natural that uh, with the quarterback shift, it's almost just a, a a positive set of circumstances as we need, as the Alabama team needs the running game to be more of a, uh, a platform or, or central point of emphasis, especially starting the season. The talent and capability is there in a way that maybe it wasn't uh, to start uh, to start 22. So that's going to be, uh, you know, that's certainly going to be uh, interesting. I think the, that what that really means is there's carries to be had. Uh, there's additional carries uh, to be had, and the competition to receive those carries, uh, I think, is going to be uh, is going to be pretty compelling this spring. Certainly, something to watch. Now, if we take a step back and we say conventionally, the Alabama depth chart or the Nick Saban depth chart at running back position would probably look like this in a more conventional setting. Jace McClellan would be the clear number one. There would be a bracketing, right, because Saban brackets. There would be a bracket of Roy Dale Williams and Jamarian Miller. He goes by Jam. I prefer Jamarian, but Jam, it's his name, uh, at the at the sort of the call it the two spot. And there would be a bracketing of Justice Haynes and uh, Richard Young sort of in that third spot. And they're both true freshmen, and so it's reasonable that they would be sort of bracketed together. So that would be more of a conventional. And I think Saban would sort of beat the drum on that and carry that well into the season. Again, historically, or when I'm using the term conventionally, I think, and I'm sort of forecasting out, and we're going to see how these tea leaves start to tell them, uh, tell on themselves as we get into uh, deeper into spring and the practices and certainly A-Day. I think week one, the bracketing starts to look more like Jace and Jam bracketed together Justice bracketed sort of himself in that second slot, and Roydell and Richard bracketed together uh, more in that third spot. 
I think, uh, and so why do I think that? Let's run through uh, each of the sort of the individual players. Um, I think Jace McClellan has established himself. He's a known commodity. I also think he's likely to miss some time in spring, and I don't think Saban's necessarily going to penalize uh, Jace for that. He's got something of a little bit of a foot, and he played probably most of last season not fully healthy. He was months away, uh, under a year away from uh, his knee injury. I think there's an opportunity that Jace comes back in year two after the injury and is a more dynamic player than even he was in 22. And so I think there's an opportunity, while Jace is a known commodity, it is a high floor, I think there's an opportunity for him to even be better. Uh, Again, when Alabama went to a physical running game, it was on the back of Jace. And it probably was a point at which he was ready to take on that workload. It was about a year from his injury, and he had progressed and recovered to a point. And I know other metrics they did going into the season, but there's a mental aspect to this uh, as well. And there probably was a moment where he said, I am ready to take this on. And, of course, we saw in the bowl game against uh, Kansas State where he had a 60-yarder. I know that was a catch, uh, not purely a run, but it was a catch and a run, which again shows his versatility. So I think Jace can be as good as he was last year. I think he can be better than he was last year. Jamirian, Jam, he looked like he was ready for more snaps last year. And if you go back and listen to uh, episodes where where he played and maybe even some where he didn't play, I was was calling for Jamirian to get the ball more. And I realized the log jam ahead of him, how do you get him the ball with with Gibbs and, and Jace coming along and Roydell, where do you find the carries? But we've got to find the carries uh, because this is a guy that we can't afford to have leave the program. And I know nothing about sort of his disposition or where his mindset was uh, in that. I just know players leave. And uh, Alabama's in a position where this is a guy we can't afford to have leave. We need him. And so I was kind of hoping that he would get more carries uh, last year. This year, I think he will potentially get significant more carries. I think he's on the cusp of really bursting out uh, for Alabama this year. And think about it, with Jameer Gibbs gone, he's going pro, and the increased emphasis on the running game, Jamarian Miller could pop as the feature running back without taking carries from anyone else. And so I think that's going to be an interesting component. There's going to be a lot more carries to be had. And so Jace could almost maintain the role that he had last year and still be the second running back behind Jamirian. Jamirian taking on uh, the lion's share of this of this new opportunity. Uh, so that may be uh, an interesting. No one's really getting robbed of stat, snaps. It's just the new opportunity, uh, how it's distributed, and it could land uh, heavily in the direction of Jamirian. Now, Justice Haynes is in, is an interesting player. He has an opportunity to really create some separation for himself. Now, I want to be a little bit careful because he's a true freshman. He's only been on campus, uh, you know, a couple, of, I want to say a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of months. Um, and he's been going through the fourth quarter program and certainly in, into spring. And we've seen some maybe some curated video come out of, of his performance and his play. And I want to be careful. There's a younger version of me that would not have been so careful. Uh, I want to be careful, you know, sort of betting the farm that he's going to be a, a superstar based on what we've seen so far. Um, so I don't want to go all in on it. I want to have some trepidation. I want to have a little bit of reserve there. But I'm a fan, too, and I can get excited. And I'm kind of excited about the opportunity that Haynes has. And so if he lives up to some of the billing, then he has an opportunity to insert himself potentially ahead of Roydale Williams. 
he also has an opportunity to create separation for himself from fellow true freshman Richard Young because Richard's not coming until summer. And that will put justice just it's on the calendar. It's three, four five months. But in the football world, it's a lifetime. He's gone through spring. He's gone through a fourth quarter program. He's gone through and think about all of the acclimation he will have come June one that Richard won't. Uh, and Richard won't get that until starting in the fall. He won't know what he's walking into in the, you know, in, in a way that justice will. And so I think that's going to create uh, certainly some separation for himself. Richard Young's going to be a fantastic running back. I'm not throwing anyone out before they even arrive on campus. I'm just saying there's an opportunity uh, realistically, right? Think of your first semester in college versus your second semester of college. You just, there's, you get it right. Uh, there's going to be there's going to be some separation. You've you know where the dining hall is. You know where the weight room is. You've been yelled at by coaches. There's a little bit of sort of callous that that uh, those initial sort of calluses. Hey, this isn't high school anymore. You have those moments, um, and uh, no doubt uh, Justice has already had uh, many of those moments. So he has an opportunity to separate himself from his incoming classmate. Uh, at the same position. He also has an opportunity to separate himself from uh, Roy Dale Williams. And I want to talk about Roy Dale a little bit, and I want to pause uh, before I do and, and be very clear here, right? We're talking about running backs at Alabama that are in an active rotation. So we're talking about a, ca a caliber of player, uh, a capability of play. Uh, Hawaiian Tropic uh, Bikini Contest. If someone's competing in that contest, they're already a winner because they can compete in that contest. Well, that's the running back position at Alabama for players that are in an active play rotation. You're already a good running back. So I say that to say this <clears throat> about Roy Dell and why I think there's an opportunity for him to be uh, passed over. Roy Dell could go to any other team in the SEC and be a top half running back in the league. At Alabama, he may not be in the top half of the rotation. So that's really what I'm saying there. Roydell has been used primarily in short yardage situations, uh, and, and he's real sturdy. He's, he's shorter versus his weight, and he's really stout uh, and capable in that role. He's not dynamic in that role, and we've seen him miss the gap against Texas. Uh, you know, he missed a gap that would have been a really good opportunity to get a first down. Uh, that don't remember all of the circumstances, but I think Texas scored and and put Alabama behind and had to kick a last second field goal. Whereas if if Roydell had hit the hole as opposed to the back of the the center, then it would have been first down, probably game over. We've seen Roydell fumble, and so he's talented, he's good, he's capable, he's an in-rotation running back at the University of Alabama in this era of play, all right? But he's not dynamic. He can be passed in that capacity, and I think Justice potentially has uh, an opportunity to do that. Let's see what happens over the course of spring. Uh, I'm not rooting for anyone to leave the program, but Roy Dell may be a candidate to transfer depending upon how spring shakes out. So we'll definitely see uh, how that goes. Uh, again, I'll also say that Roy Dell has an opportunity to come back bigger, better, stronger, faster than he was last year. His knee injury, same, very similar to injury that Jace had, came 
six weeks later. And so coming into last season, coming into the 22 season, he was six weeks behind where Jace was. In the schematic, that's not that big of a difference. In recovering from a knee injury, when you're doing it in just months, a month and a half is a big deal. So Woodell has an opportunity to come back and be that much better of a player in 23 in the same way, the same degree that Jace has. And so that enters into the equation too. So this this running back position in the spring, uh, this battle at this position in the spring is going to be pretty compelling and it's going to be fun and it's going to be exciting and it's going to it's going to be interesting to see how uh, it shakes out. So with that, it's another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast Spring Tour Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tie. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, t-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tie. Got that, coach? Of course. Roll Tide.